Hi, it's Mickey Dolenz here. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. The time is now 1.59 p.m. <clears throat> I just woke up, jeez, uh, about 1.25 p.m. I can't believe I slept that late. Today is the 12th, May 12th. I just got this message in the Yachtley Crew uh, thing here. L- LA County stay-at-home order likely to be extended through July to fight coronavirus. So that means no Yachtley Crew shows till July or August, maybe. At least here in California. I don't know if that means... Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. If, if the whole country's on lockdown, um, unless, unless this virus is completely, you know, we end up learning that it's no longer a threat or no longer an issue to, to everybody, you know, as soon as we learn that, then we know for sure we can open up stuff. But why chance it? Why open stuff? I mean, if you know that it's still there and it's still contagious, what? How do you? How do you know? How do you know if it's actually truly okay to keep something open? You don't know who might have the virus. You don't know who's gonna. uh, Unless they got uh, coronavirus testing kits at each of these uh, um, locations. I mean, if it's true that our show in Chicago is um, you know I don't know if that's cancelled or not if it's not cancelled it makes me wonder how is it possible that we'd be able to go through with a show like that if it's not cancelled how is that inability how does that, how does, how, what, how, how does that mean? I mean, okay, they'll say, okay, we're not closed. You guys could play here. Okay, so technically we can hear that, you know, you go, oh, okay, cool, I can, I can play there. But if the coronavirus is not gone, then, I mean, it's so funny. It's like, I feel like I'm saying stuff out loud to myself that's just completely obvious that it's like, you, <laughs> Like completely obvious stuff, and yet there are those who are, by their actions, are contradicting. Oh God, it's it's a mind bender, isn't it? I think we're all here. We're all in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. How is it possible for how is it possible for one side of the country to say, "All right, cases have slowed." Now it's time to open up. Well, slowed does not mean gone. Just because people are impatient does not mean that things automatically should just open up again. Man, what a mind bender, huh? So I realize it's uh, taken me a little bit of time in between podcasts to put these things out. I know you're all clamoring for them. I know you're all clamoring, right? 
to hear my opinion. Remember, folks. Remember, folks, this podcast is, yes, it is for you. It is for, 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 you know, for the minds that are tuned into this kind of thing. And then first and foremost, since the beginning, the mission is having an archive. So this is an uh, an archive for my future self. When he goes back and he listens to this, he can listen to his confusions and frustrations and, you know, just trying to make sense of the whole situation. I would think that a lot of the stuff that I'm saying is echoing with the thoughts and ideas and minds of everyone else. I mean, since we are actually all in the same position now, And we all hear, you know, various news giblets uh, emerging through various factions. Um, We all got questions. We're all curious. Who's got the answers? Who's got the answers? Anyway, I got to go into the store. Got to get some more cat food. Talk to you later. time is now 9.13 a.m. It's now 5.16. Holy moly, today's May 16th. Today's the day that Andy Kaufman faked his death. Oh my God, today's May 16th. Wow, I gotta do something. I gotta do something in honor of Andy Kaufman. Oh God. Jeez, I gotta do something in honor of Andy Kaufman. Holy moly, May 16th. Wow. Wow. May 16th. Wow, man. Oh, wow. Can't believe it. May 16th. May 16th. What is Andy Kaufman doing during the quarantine, I wonder? What's Andy Kaufman doing? Wow. I just talked to Gentle Waves, a.k.a. Jennifer Taliaferro, on... Facebook. She just listened to the last podcast. So if you're listening to this, hello, Jennifer. Thank you for tuning in to the Yachtly Crew live stream sessions. By the way, you guys, May 30th, Yachtly Crew is going to be playing uh, a live stream event. Tickets are $10. We'll be playing from the Whiskey A Go Go, where the Doors used to play, where Motley Crew used to play, where Van Halen used to play, where all these astounding uh, bands that we've known about and loved, that we've cherished through the years. We are going to play on that same stage. So, during this quarantine, quarantine, during this quarantine, we're finding, finding ways of getting out to you, getting out to the, to the populace. We just also shot a music video Billy Joel's I Love You Just The Way You Are. That's on YouTube, which you can check out. I had such doubts about that one. Um, I showed up. My part was shot out in front of Amoeba Records, which many of you who love Amoeba Records, you know that it's going to... um, 
they're going to move locations. A lot of people are distraught about this. It's like a mecca. Mecca for art uh, art lovers. Music. Movies. TV shows. VHS. Blu-ray. DVD. Remember those? Remember those? We're really stretching back in the past now. DVD. Whoa. That is ancient. Posters. They got all kinds of cool stuff. Collect Collector items. Cassette tapes, even. I remember I sold a whole bunch of old cassette tapes when I was moving. I went in there with all these cassette tapes. I think they gave me a dollar a cassette tape. That was awesome. So we shot my footage <clears throat> out in front of there. I took my Uber, Uber right up there, and I wore my mask that Kathleen Kincaid, a.k.a. Baby Bowie's mom, she uh, she made some for us. And so I wore my mask up there in the car, and I got to set expecting that we were, we're all going to be shooting with these masks on our faces. I thought, oh, my God, that would be hilarious if this music video just featured our, our faces in the masks. I knew that we had other, plenty of other videos showing our faces in them. So, you know, if anyone was distraught about watching it, they could just go, oh, well, I already know what their face looks like. It's kind of funny that they're choosing not to show their faces in the music video. I figured, well, you know, we sold out of face masks. People have the face masks. Why not put the face masks in there? It could be a good, you know. I mean, just 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 for 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 uh, marketing the face masks in the merch shop alone. That just in itself would have been a fun commercial. But then, in addition to that, shows that we're in it. We're all in it together. We're all in it together with um, with everyone at home. You know, everyone's going out there wearing their face masks. So, uh, but we didn't shoot, we shot with no face masks. We didn't shoot with any face masks. And I felt really, I was conflicted about that decision. We're getting really great, great responses. KUSI in San Diego, they played, they played the video on their news. They like to call us their house band, which I think is so much fun. <clears throat> they played us on the news yesterday, I think it was. So we're getting great responses, and it's just like, I, I'm i conflicted. Anybody loves praise. You love praise for something you, you, you work on. However, what if you're getting praise for something that you I mean you know there are artistic differences all over the place all the time all the time um I've learned that with my own projects that I'm spearheading I can go wild with it I can really just go wild with it and um and then other projects you have you know, you might just have just a couple of people at the top who are kind of in charge of, you know, they make the decisions. Um, so that's why I'm so excited to have Wisefinger, Wisefinger Lab. 
I can't remember if I talked about it in the last uh, podcast or not, but Weisfinger Lab is my new obsession. I've been drawing like crazy. I'm working on a new one. I'm always working on a new one. Here's a secret. I don't know if I said this yet, but um, the Weisfinger mascot, Weisfinger himself, the whole premise is that we are in service to Wisefinger. Samantha Light and myself. My art my art name is CEC. Sometimes I go by Kurt Eric Klen Denon. Other times I'm known as Stony Shores. And in lots of other circles I have lots of other names. Wisefinger, the premise is that we are in service to this creature. It tells us what to do. It tells us where, where to go. And I've been illustrating Samantha Light's poetry. If you visit avoiceinmyhead.com and you go to her poems, you click the you click words on the page. First, you go to avoiceinmyhead.com. You see the words. It says words. Click on it. It'll give you some options. You go into poems, poetry. And uh, you'll see, I think I got four or five. Yeah, I think I got four or five in there now. Now, of course, I probably repeated this in the last segment. I can't remember. That segment was shot yesterday. Can't believe already it's been four days since the last podcast episode. Oh, my God. This just goes to show you that when, you know, because usually when I first got... When I first got the podcast, I was podcasting every day, every day. But I suppose when you're in the midst of working on something, doing something, I could podcast. I suppose I could podcast while I'm doing Wisefinger stuff. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um... I'm working on doing uh, what we like to do at the Wisefinger store. If you go to wisefingerlab.threadless.com, that's where we've been putting up my, my, my designs and uh, Samantha's photography onto various all kinds of things. I'm mystified to see what she's doing. She's really digging in there. She's, she's, she's getting a great handle on the templates. Great handle on those templates. She is just, man... Doing so well with the templates. Duvets? I didn't even know what a duvet was. A duvet is a fancy word for like a bedspread. We have my art on bedspreads. We've got her photography on bedspreads. Bags. Shower curtains. Blankets. I mean, it's just... uh, Rugs. Rugs! I couldn't believe it. I was looking in there and I'm like, what? Man, that's a huge rug. I could only imagine how crazy it would be to have that rug in my house. Tapestries. So much fun. We've already had three sales. There's a funny one called The Bills, which is like this little kid. He's like, uh, what does he say? I think he says, I pay the bills. You pay the bills. Nobody gets away from paying the bills. I think that's what he says. He's just like this, you know, cynical little kid. It's funny because little kids shouldn't be worrying about that stuff, right? But he's this kid. He's probably like 10 years old. Nine or ten years old, he's saying this. Just because he, he probably heard his parents saying it. 
But it's funny because two of them were sold yesterday, an extra, like a small, small, extra small shirt, and then a medium shirt. So that's a father and son right there. That just, ugh, it just tickles me to think that a father and a son got that shirt. And then there's another shirt that we made, um, Dr. Wisefinger. It says, Dr. Wisefinger says, fuck coronavirus. And then his belt, his belt says, we will prevail. I'm wondering, Samantha's, Samantha's a little edgier than me. I'm, I'm more of a family friendly guy. So I'm, I, you know, I kind of have a, uh, Weisfinger is my opportunity to, to, to get more into, uh, that kind of expression, I suppose. To me, I view it like it's like Mad Magazine. So anyway, so the new new Weisfinger, he's dressed up. We're gonna dress him up for holidays. He's like our Alfred E. Newman. I'm gonna treat I'm gonna treat Weisfinger Lab as if it were like Mad Magazine or National Lampoon, that kind of vibe. But instead of a magazine, it's a um, clothing, you know, uh, product design company. We have an Instagram. You can visit our Instagram, Wisefinger Lab. We have uh, Facebook. You can find us at. Uh, you can find us at a Wisefinger on Facebook. It's interesting when you start with projects, you 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 start to evolve into what the concept is. You start to evolve into what the concept was. When Samantha and I first started, the first T-shirt, she's like, Kurt, you know, I can imagine you drawing this this you know big middle finger. Big middle finger, just Google me. It says cecartist.com on it. I thought, mm. and then that's where I think I talked about Wisefinger was born. He could, he looks like the eagle. He could be an eagle. He, but we secretly, it's an owl. But he could, he could be an eagle, sure. He'd be any any bird that he looks like. Uh, so we dressed him up, dressed him up like a doctor. We're gonna dress him up for the various holidays that come up. could be fun he's gonna be our Alfred e. Newman god it's so much fun so it's what's so great is that it's just the same picture and I just draw over it I just add a new thing to it <laughs> it's so much fun man so much fun so the one that we did with the doctor you gotta look at it I want to explain all the little giblets in there but there's some easter eggs on it um that's in the store someone bought that that was great the fuck coronavirus we will prevail shirt It's so fun. It's so crazy to see my art on skateboards. God, I probably said this before, but it needs to be repeated. For the longest time, I had sent my designs off to t-shirt companies, hoping that maybe they'd want to uh, to put my design on them. I sent off my design to skateboard companies in hopes that they'd want to put my design on. Um, And I just, it's like, it's so crazy to now, to have that ability to be able to go, you know, 
It's funny because it's all online, but you can make it look like you got a warehouse filled with these items. I love the fact that they got these pictures and like you you just do what you got to do through the template and then it fits it onto the picture up there. So you see what it looks like for someone to be holding what what your product is. You see what it looks like for it to be on a skateboard. Samantha accidentally made one made something yesterday and she said oh that's a mistake and i thought oh that's genius that mistake one one man's one person's mistake is another person's genius isn't that funny when you think about that just that like that uh one man i mean jason carr would joke about this one man's trash is another man's fortune one man's trash is another man's fortune so her mistake was she she accidentally put a photo she took a photo a screenshot of uh, one of our items on a bag, on a duffel bag. And she accidentally put that image onto the side of a notebook, onto the front of a notebook. And I thought, oh my God, that's ingenious. What company, I've never seen a company out there put, um, pictures of their products on other products. That's so funny. It's so funny. It would be such a funny, like, ridiculous, egotistical kind of thing. It'd be like, uh, Kelvin Klein putting a billboard, putting it, Kelvin Klein putting a Kelvin Klein billboard on one of their t-shirts. Like a, like an underwear billboard on a t-shirt. I've never seen that before. Ever. Never. 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 Check out some of these crazy designs. Wisefingerlab.threadless.com Check out some of those crazy designs that that, uh, Samantha. So yeah, so some of the poems that I've been illustrating um, for Samantha... Those designs have been taken, some of them have been taken into, you know, she's taken them into the templates and and putting those out there. So you get a chance to see, God, I got to say, it looks really cool to, for, I, it's such, it, that's the other thing too. I've, I've always wanted, you know, I frequently thought, wow, I want to be like the Shel Silverstein, the, the Lewis Carroll, the, uh, uh, Dr. Seuss, because those guys had adult themes. You know, they did their own adult sort of themed uh, um, art. Like Shel Silverstein had a whole bunch of songs that were just rowdy and just you know, crazy stuff. Meanwhile, he's writing these kids' books. But they, you know, that was the cool thing. They were uh, contemplative. These kids' books. They were there were things that you know kids could think about. Obviously. Um, however, the main thing was who's reading it to the kids. It's adults. So the adults are getting blasted with this information. They're getting reminded of these concepts, of these important concepts. They're getting reminded of these important concepts while they are reading them to their children. And then their children learn them. How cool is that? How cool is that?
And then that little kid who was who's read that Shel Silverstein poem when they were little, they get older and they're like, you know what? I used to like Shel Shel Silverstein when I was little. Let me let me read it. Whoa, whoa! That's what my dad was reading to me. That's a heavy concept. That's an amazing concept. That's an amazing concept. I think it's possible to have heavy conversations with kids, like. Well, first of all, I, would, I wouldn't want to get kids caught up in like, politics um, or the news, for that matter. However, concepts about, like the giving tree, for instance. The giving tree. That book taught you to empathize with nature. It taught you to empathize with, look, look at this. This is not just a take, 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 take situation out here in life. It's a give-and-take situation. It's a built-in cooperation. There's so much built-in cooperation from the ground up going on in this world. Everything is just intrinsically built on cooperation. I've said it before, and, and i got to say it again. Without these trees, we wouldn't be breathing. Without us, these trees wouldn't be breathing. They need us. We need them. Look at that. And that is just something that's just going on. They're not asking us to breathe. We're not expecting them to give us the uh, oxygen. We're not expecting that. I mean, something just popped in my head. Okay, so let's say, for instance, the moon. Let's say we find out there's carbon dioxide up there. Couldn't you plant a tree and then the tree would create the oxygen? Couldn't you plant a tree up there? Or some other sort of, you know, like a succulent? I guess they'd need, wa- they'd need water, huh? Hmm. What if you built some sort of moon reservoir? I mean, have they tried taking water up to the moon? Making a pool? Wouldn't it be interesting? They make a big pool, reservoir of water. Flying to the moon. Big reservoir of water. Big old reservoir of water. Getting up there. Putting the water into reservoir. And that reservoir sort of like is like an irrigation system. It just slowly feeds. You know, you plant some trees up there and then it slowly just feeds those trees. So over the course of time, you know, it's, it's, maybe it's like a sprinkler. Yeah. Well, the water, would that float up? It'd be really interesting to see. Really interesting to see, because then you get oxygen up there. So anyway, the cooperation that's going on. I remember one time my buddy Jeremy telling me, uh, my cats, my cats were, um, my buddy Jeremy's an atheist. I just had to throw that in there because he's he's looking at things from a different perspective. He he, you know, he's definitely not. He's the you know he rolls his eyes basically when I he put he puts up with me he puts up with me when I talk cosmic talk. Um, and so he's he's 
you know, he's breaking things down. Like, he's not looking at dreams like prophecies, you know, or, or intuition or anything like that. He breaks it down. He's like, well, that's just a chemical reaction. Your brain is just telling, uh, uh, telling patterns, you know, when you have deja vu, that's just your brain misfiring. All, all those kinds of things. All those, all those kinds of scientific excuses that, you know, are just as true as anything else. That's the scientific explanation See, it doesn't mean that they can't coexist. So let's say you you have some scientific explanation for deja vu. Scientific explanation. Well, let's break down who is making up that explanation. Scientists. Who are scientists? Limited-minded humans. Limited-minded humans. Coming up with fancy terminology, using fancy technology to come up with this to, to describe to come up with a name to describe uh, the behavior of phenomena the invisible phenomenon that occurs they're trying their best to describe and to get a handle on how our relationship works with them So that th- those are like just because we named Pluto Pluto, that doesn't mean that it's Pluto. Pluto it, it, Pluto is what it is what it is. It's just what it is. Like that old phrase goes, it is what it is. It's just it is it is what it is. It's not dependent upon our belief system of it. Um, we can, we can come up with, you know, billions and billions of light years away and just somehow be okay with that. Billions of light years away. Oh, okay. One billion is a huge number, but then you're going to say seven billions, seven billions of a light year, which is X amount of, you know, information. And you're telling me that this star is that billions of light years away. It's, it's, when we really, like, when you really break it down, it's, it's just, uh, it's, we're just a bunch of Neanderthals trying to make sense of what's going on in the world. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. So anyway, so you could come up, so you got all these, these clever explanations for deja vu, you know, these, these, these explanations. Um, but yes, it it's that because you named it as such. And it's also a whole lot of other stuff in addition to that. Um, if you try to describe the Tao, then you will never describe the Tao. The Tao is everything except what you're trying to describe. It's like that type of type of thing. So, um, so I remember him explaining to me one time about the ca- the cats. My cat was like rubbing its head up against my leg. Um, rubbing its head on the furniture. And I remember him going, oh, look at that. It's just, oh, he's so cute. He's just getting his scent all over. He's getting his scent all over you. Oh, he's getting his scent all over the... the uh, all over the couch. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. So the simple explanation is, oh, okay, that's just how animals act. They're just getting their scent on things. Okay, 
so yes. So yes. Now, depending on the cat, knowing or not knowing what it's actually doing, like let's let's subtract that from the equation. We don't know if the cat is doing is doing that or not doing that. What's the the the, the main thing is What's interesting is the way that the cooperation works of the universe, that cat, if that cat didn't have that instinct within it to go up and, and quote, put its scent on things, it would never know the pleasure that can come from scratching its chin on a tree. Or let's say when a cat comes up, and it wants you to scratch under its chin. Is it merely just trying to put its scent on you? Or did it, did it find out that it felt good? See, that's an extra layer that the universe put into, into the cooperation aspect. Isn't that cool? It's like you got a cat. So imagine like way back in the day before people became friends with cats and, and, and have them as their little animals. So there are just cats that are just out there. There's just humans out there. And then somehow... A cat becomes friendly with the human, and then guess what? They end up finding out that, that, that the cat finds out that the human can now pet it in all these places that it could never, that it never even thought about petting itself. Oh, yeah, scratch that back of mine. Oh, yeah, scratch my belly. Scratch behind my ear, why don't you? That's so interesting. And that was just built in. That was just built in. Universe built that in. So interesting. And then there's that idea of like appreciating, you know, getting some sort of appreciation or affirmation from folks when we accomplish something that we set our mind out to do. There's that good vibe that comes from that. Is that something that we are taught? That we are taught to look for that? Because what's interesting, the interesting gift about that is that that drives people forward into creating more stuff. If there wasn't that victory, you know, that 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 what what feels so good, people clapping, people complimenting you, great job, patting you on the back, all that jazz, all that razzmatazz. If that didn't exist... Would we still be moving forward? You know, would we still have a purpose? A lot of folks, you know, a lot of times we hear about this. Folks need, folks just need a purpose in life. People just need a purpose in life. What happens? What are the benefits of a purpose? Like like right now with this wise finger stuff, there, there's, there's this... My, my goal is to draw the pages that Samantha wants me to draw. And as a result of simply doing, of playing along in this fashion, having fun, somehow we have three t-shirt sales. How crazy is that? Three t-shirt sales! From us doing what we love doing, of having fun. That's an indicator from the universe that, look, you're going in the right direction there. So purpose... I would say that it's not about the competitive aspect. It's about, you know, purpose. 
Suppose one could have purpose in beating the other team. My purpose is to beat that other team, to be to be the best team. Okay, so now, what? You win the Super Bowl. You now get a Super Bowl ring. Your team gets a trophy. And then what? And what's next? What's next? Do you get a raise? Then what? You get a raise. Then what? Um... There could be the purpose of just uh, having a vision and just getting a kick out of seeing your imagination come to life. God. Letting it be what it wants to be. I'm in service to this project. Samantha's in service to this project. There's a purpose. There's a cooperation going on. Cooperation. It's been said that we wouldn't be inspired to do something. We wouldn't have the inspiration unless there was already the built-in... Uh, you know, there wouldn't be, be the, the, the inspiration to transmit something if there wasn't already the built-in receiver to that transmission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I find a lot of times that the journey like like uh, the journey, the, the process, the actual just stretching a conversation for the sake of stretching it for imagination purposes, brainstorming purposes, is very enjoyable. Sometimes I prefer the conversations where I never get around to making the point. Other times I feel frustrated when I can't make my point. And then you wonder, well, what's the point in making a point? Is it a lot of times to cons- is it to cons- just confirm to myself what I know to be true? Or is the point to let someone else know that I am right, that my... Huh. And then what's that? Right, that idea of being right... I know there's a thrill in figuring out the mystery before it, before, you know, like you're watching Columbo or something. You go, "Ooh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling the ice cream man is the guy. I think he's the one. I think he's the one who murdered the wife. I think he's the one. You know, and then you got that, you got that inkling. And then at the end of the, you know, and then Columbo unmasks the bad guy and it's the ice cream man. And there's a thrill in, in, in predicting that, which to me tells me that there's a, there's an intrinsic desire to connect with with the supernatural, with the unknown, with the with the occult, with the mystical. There's an intrinsic thing about that. Otherwise, people wouldn't gamble. People wouldn't bet on stuff. There's that, you know, that thrill of the possibility of losing, or even in some cases of dying, depending on what uh, kind of extreme sport you're doing, I suppose. 
there's that there's that there's that thrill of getting getting it in there like uh, in Star Wars where Luke Skywalker is supposed to shoot what is it like a six foot wide hole or something maybe smaller than that just and he's supposed to shoot it right in there and it gets into the Death Star there's a thrill in being able to get it getting the bat getting the getting the ball in the hoop so to speak there's a thrill So there's that there's that excitement, that intrinsic excitement of guessing something, of going, hmm, I got a hunch, and then that hunch turning out right. Um, one thing I haven't brought up, by the way, if you have any soundscapes. It could be the sound of you watering your plants. It could be the sound of your birds chirping outside. It could be the sound of your children eating potato chips. It could be the sound of grandpa jumping on a trampoline. It could be anything. Send me like three minutes of it. Every single one of you lives in in a very, you know, you live in a very interesting environment, an environment that I don't live in. So the sounds that you hear here are going to be very particular to this environment. The sounds that you have there... are particular to your area. Share them with me. Send them into inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. I'll upload them here. I'll play them on here. Send me your... Uh, and I'll play I'll play a couple of, of ones that people sent in. I'll play a couple right after this. Uh, you could also... Oh, yeah, call call the number. Call the number. This is the Inspirato Hotline. 561-203-9179. And uh, participate. Participate in the madness. Participate in the madness. I'd love to share you on here. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, Chad here from the Concave Hardcore Skating Podcast. I just want to thank you again for making that theme song for us. We'll definitely be using that on a future episode. I really appreciate it. It was so cool of you. Oh, hey, 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 dude, who are you? You can't just walk in here and grip on my junk, dude. Hey, it's okay. I'm with the TSA. Yeah, man. (laughs) Don't sweat it, buddy. I'm with the TSA. You're with the TSA? Yeah, man, yeah! I'm with the TSA! Don't sweat it, man! Let's do this thing! Yeah! Whoa, sorry, dude. I didn't know it was official business. Go for it. All right, man! That's the way to be! Yeah! TSA all the way! Yeah! There's one more time with Gary Boosie. We got hung up on I don't know what happened there. I just want to say the Inspirado Projecto is what you're listening to, and it's absolutely fantastic. What else? What I say is Buddy Holly 2. All right, think about it. Buddy Holly part, the Buddy Holly story, part two. He ends up right at the plane crash because he lives. He lives. Buddy Holly lives. And he ends up singing karaoke, singing a little karaoke with the Holly crew. That's what happens. What do you think of that? What do you think? What do you think of that? Call Mel Gibson. All right. I'm Gary Busey, Inspirado Projection. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. I got to go fight the resist. I got to go fight the resist. I gotta go find the resistance to cocaine.
Don't do it. Gary Busey. What is your favorite pandemic movie? Such as Outbreak, Virus, Pandemic, the list go on and on. You check out the list of the pandemic movies on IMDb. Inspirato Projecto, what are your favorite pandemic movies? And how are you dealing with COVID-19? Stay safe. Love, man. That was fun and unexpected. Thank you so much, Gary Busey, for calling in. I really do appreciate it. Thank you also, Forgotten Tales, with your TSA announcement. As we all know, TSA are, uh, as far as I know, besides the cops, the only ones really allowed to touch you inappropriately and steal your stuff from you. Right out in the front of the eyes of everybody. As for Man Behind the Machine, I, as far as I know, I have, I have never seen a virus-type movie, a quarantine-type movie. I guess, you know, I take that back. I saw the movie Annihilation, and they quarantine off an area in there. I haven't seen any quarantine movies during this time. Um, oh, I actually, oh, I lied, I lied. Okay, partially lied. Um, it's not a movie, but it's a TV show, The Last Man on Earth. I totally forgot I was watching that. I just finished it. It's like four seasons. It's only, is it four seasons? And uh, so I blasted through that. I saw that. Just a great show. That takes place... In the year, believe it or not, in the year 2020, one year after the virus. They never say what the virus is. But uh, that was really cool. So I'd say that's my favorite, if that answers your question. Thank you guys so much for calling in. And I would love any of you who are listening to call in 561 203 9179 leave a message on there if you're on anchor if you have the app you can leave me a message through there as well you just go to my search for my page Inspirato Projecto and then it'll show right there at the top you'd leave a message you tap it and then you leave a message you can also email me and uh leave me your music you could leave me audio leave me audio i'd say up to three or four minutes sounds good and i'll include it right here on the show okay folks till next time stay safe stay inspired oh and two things if i didn't mention it 
Yachtly Crew is going to be playing the whiskey on the 30th. It's a live stream. Live stream, you get tickets online. And also, please check out the Wise Finger store. Check out the store. Samantha, she's... Man, we've spent all day. She spent so much time figuring out those templates, getting my art and her photography onto these kick-ass products. Notebooks, phone cases, skateboards, duvets, bath mats, blankets, all kinds of crazy stuff. Tapestries, prints, all kinds of cool stuff. Coffee cups, lattes, uh, cups, uh, all, just all kinds, all kinds of crazy stuff. She's making it. We're making it. So check out wisefingerlab.threadless.com. Check it out. Check it out. There's, a, there's so much fun stuff in there. She's, she's really good at making shoes, too. Really good at designing shoes. Shoes and backpacks and duffel bags. She's great at all of it. Let's check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Okay, thank you, folks. Thank you so much. Take care. Stay inspired.